96.7. Weather update. Chance for snow tonight. Otherwise, overcast skies. Lows around 25. Winds out of the south, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies with a few peaks of sun tomorrow. Highs around 41. Lows around 21. Tomorrow night, mainly clear. Mid-40s, Monday. Low 40s, Tuesday. From the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Paul Frobley. See the full forecast and the Brinks Exteriors radar at kick1067.com. Right now, 36. Playing sports is exciting and fun, especially when you have a great team to support you and be there with you every step of the way. That's just the same at your Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate team. Hi, this is Brandon Snyder. You can be rest assured that we have you covered so you can keep running towards the goal line or going for the spike. So this fall, cheer on your favorite teams while being protected through our team at Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate, a proud supporter of all area teams. Mackie Motors and Tailgate brought to you by Mackie Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City or check them out online as well at MackieMotors.com. Jeff Leichman with you here. Thanks to Nathan Derner back in the studio. We get set for our boys contest here this afternoon. Uh, both teams looking for that first win of the season. Uh, Kemper just one game in their uh, book right now uh, as they fell in overtime. Uh, the last second shot from Evan Hammer banked in on Tuesday night as Kemper falls to Carroll High, 56-55. to Knights come into this season with some pretty high expectations, as does Dennis and Fleischwick. I think both of these teams are, are going to be perfectly fine uh, as this as season goes on. Uh, for Dennis and Fleischwick, they're 0-2 on the year, lost to a very good OABCIG team. Uh, 77 to 67, and then lost to a pretty good Storm Lake Ball Club, 61 at 256. Now, uh, the Knights, uh, again, uh, had opportunities against, uh, Carroll High, just couldn't quite, uh, get things to fall their way. And for Dennis and Slush, we get to play the first game without Luke Weavers, uh, and he's their leading scorer coming back, uh, from last year, uh, and a very good player. But I tell you what, Jake Fink, uh, had an outstanding, uh, game, uh, in their first game of the year against OABCIG. 24 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals. So look for him to try and have a big game. But Weaver's back and healthy and ready to go. We'll get a look at our starting lineups when we come back with more of our Mackie Motors tailgate coming up next here on Kick 106.7. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. We head into our boys contest here tonight again. Jeff Blankman with you here again. And Kemper leading this year at 15 to 14 since 2008. Uh, the Knights have won two in a row, including winning a tough one last year, 53 at 248. So that's how kind of uh, close this rivalry has uh, been over the years. Take a look at our starting lineups tonight. Uh, first of all, the Kemper Knights under head coach Sean Minahan, again 0-1 on the season. Uh, the Knights are going to be starting a 5'11 junior in Carson Canney, a 6'0 junior in Tragen Bider, a 6'4 senior in DJ Vanami, a 6'2 senior in Carter Putney, also a... Uh, 
6-1 sophomore uh, in Brock Baden. And that is a look at the Kemper starting lineup here tonight. Uh, we'll see Michael Katzbauer throughout the game tonight. Look for uh, Hans Krauss, who played well, also to see some minutes. And Ben Gherkin also to see some minutes uh, for Kemper coming up here tonight. Uh, for the Monarchs, the Dennis and Sleswick, again under head coach at Derek Fink. They are 0-2 on the season. Uh, fell that way, BCG 77-67. Lost to Storm Lake 61 at 256. Take a look at that uh, lineup tonight. Uh, they'll start a 5'10 senior in Jake Fink, a 5'9 senior in Gage Head, a 6'4 sophomore in Blaine Grady, a 6'8 senior in Lanks Hartfield, and also uh, looks like they're going to be starting, uh, Blaine Grady, excuse me, not in the lineup tonight, starting anyways. Uh, Easton Emery, a 5'10 senior, and implemented into that starting lineup for Grady here tonight, getting his first start of the season, is the 6'2 senior in Luke Weaver's. We'll step away tip-off of the boys' game. That's coming up for you right after the 30-second timeout here on Kick 106.7. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll Campus and Templeton Regional Center. Students, contact your high school counselor today to talk about how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. DMAC, life's calling. for tuning in to our Mackie Motors uh, tailgate. Uh, again, brought to you by Mackie Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads. And Mackie Motors in Lake City, or check them out online at uh, MackieMotors.com. Appreciate you joining us. Some Saturday afternoon basketball for you. Had all of our wrestling teams, besides the Kemper boys, they did a pretty good job. Uh, five guys in the top three last night. Finished fifth overall up at uh, the Humboldt Tournament, so they're not in action today, but all of our other boys' wrestling teams and all of our girls' wrestling teams, they're all down at Audubon at a tournament today. And then, uh, again, uh, the Carroll Boys Swim Team, they won the Boone Invite today, so congratulations to them. Hartfelt jumping things up against Putney. Then some slice we're certainly going to have the height advantage here tonight with Hartfelt at 6'8". Think with it. Gets it off now to Weavers. Weavers to the free trial line over to the left side and to Emery. Nice will go... Man-to-man to open things up. That's what they like to do. Think with it again off the left side. Comes off the screen over to the right elbow. Penetrates in. These are the two favorites in the Hawkeye 10 Conference. This is a non-conference game. Shot up, but no good that time from Pitt. Ball going to be knocked out of bounds by Arkfeld on the rebound attempt, and it will be Kemmer basketball. The Carson Caney will bring it up. Weird to see it. It's a decent crowd today, but when you got the top two teams, I know they're both winless right now at 0-1 and 0-2, but these were the two favorites as Kenny drives it. This is the shot, gets his own rebound and tips it up and in. And the Kemper Knights have taken the early 2-0 lead as Kenny will head to the free throw line, but what I was going to say is it's a weird, this crowd, it's maybe a third full here in the gym today when you got the two favorites for the conference and two good ball clubs. It's kind of amazing how small the crowds are right now. And he does knock down the free throw. The Knights will lead it here by a score of three to nothing. I don't know if people didn't realize it was a Saturday afternoon game or not. Think with it. Over now to Weaver's left double. They'll dump it inside to Artfield. Working against Benami. Goes up over him. And the ball sits on the rim and then falls in for Lane Artfield. Artfield cuts that Kemper lead here to three to two as Candy will bring it up. Finds Vanami over on the right elbow. Vanami with it. Now up top it comes to Biter. 
Bider penetrates the left elbow, pull-up jumper up in good for Tragen Bider. Bider a scorer. I kind of think of him almost in a way like Minnie, uh, you know, Vinnie Johnson, the old microwave for Detroit back in the 80s. Not that he he doesn't shoot quite that much or, or, that, or score that many points, but he's kind of that instant offense a lot of times. Diving in and scoring that time is Weaver for Dennis and Fleshwick. Now attacking is going to be Biter, and we're going to get a reach-in foul. Going to go against Dennis and Fleshwick. That'll go on to Jake Fink, his first team foul number two in the quarter against the Monarchs. The Knights will box it up around the lane. Caney finds Brock beating on the right wing. He'll penetrate in the lane. Little floater up off the back rim, but with a soft touch, that'll drop down through the 6-1 sophomore with his first bucket. Knights lead is back to three at seven to four. Arkfeld at the free throw line. Hands it off now to head. Head over to the right double. Picks it up. Works it over on the left side to Emery. Emery down to the baseline. Cut off now to head. Skip pass to Fink on the right side. He'll penetrate in. Cut off nicely by Canny. Finds Arkfeld. Eight foot jumper on the way up and good. Lance Arkfeld with his second bucket here this afternoon. It's seven six now. Kemper with the lead. Canny with it off to Putney, just above the left elbow, looking for some help. Still's got his dribble. Now comes over on the right side, penetrating in, and having it knocked away as a biter. Tragen going to get himself to the free throw line. Hard take that time by Tragen Biter. That'll be the third foul on Denison Slicer here to start this ballgame. And that is going to be number one on Emory. Biter at the line. Tragen a 50% free throw shooter. And a free throw on the way. It's up in good. 8-6 right now in favor of the Knights. Second one upcoming. Cole Town, a 6-4 senior, checking in for the Monarchs. Biter knocks down both free throws. Kemper leads it here by a score of 9-6. Fink gets it up across half court. Works it over now to Town. Ball stole it away. Biter with the defense comes up with the steal. Penetrates down the left side. Pass is tipped. Stole it away by Weavers. Weavers will push it up. Biter running alongside him. Down to Fink on the wing. Penetrates in. Off to Town. His jumper on the way up. No good. Rebound tipped out. Tipped into the hands that time of Bating. Candy does a nice job just going up and tipping that one over to Bating. Down to Putney in the left corner. Putney on the wing. Now to Vinami. Pump fake up top to Candy. Candy drives in. Gets in the lane. Runner in the lane. Up and good. Carson not afraid to attack the taller guys, and that time got into the lane quickly. Got that shot off before the defense could react. 11-6, Kemper with the lead. Town with it over to Weaver. They'll run the pick and roll back to Town, and his layup is up in good. Good fundamental basketball that time for Dennis and Slashwick. But Nami now brings it up right side, looks to attack, drives in on Art. They'll check out past the biter. Three on the way up, good. D.J. Vanami with the assist. Dragon Bayer with the three. Knights extend the lead now to 14-8. to eight. That is their largest lead of the game. Town with it on the left side. Works it now over into the hands of Head. Head. Let's up top to Arkfeld. Over to Weavers. Right side three on the way up. No good. Rebound taken down by Putney is first. 407 to go first quarter. 14-8 Kemper with the lead. Vanami up top now to Candy. Back over to Vanami on the right wing. Looks to drive in. Dump pass again over to Biter. Just outside the left elbow. Skips it to Candy on the right side. Candy with it. Back up top now to Vanami. Vanami attacks off the left side. Draws some contact. Soft shot off the glass. 
Count the basket. He'll draw some contact and head to the free throw line. That's all going to go on Artfeld. That's number two on Artfeld. Bonami with his first bucket here of the night. With the lead here of eight. Kemper beginning to edge away. Five straight. DJ at the line. 50% free throw shooter off the back rim. If the top of the backboard comes down off the rim again. Weavers comes up with a rebound, but now Carson Candy jumps the passing lane, comes up with a steal, and we're going to get another foul inside. Going to go against Dennis and Fletchwick if Candy penetrated it and tried to dump it inside. Weaver's going to pick up his first. And that'll put Carson Candy at the line to shoot two. Five fouls already on the Monarchs. None on Kemper here to start the game. Candy, free throw on the way up is good. Any two of two at the line tonight. Ben Gerken, Hans Kruss will check in. Vanami and Putney will check out. Camper up comfortably right now, but still early up 17. Eight second one on the way up. Good as well. 18-8 Camper with the lead. That is their largest here of the game. Weaver's had it knocked away, gathers it back in, now stolen away by Biter. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. The last touch by Biter, though. And it will stay with Dennis and Slashwick. Weaver's will inbound in front of a student section for Dennis and Slashwick. Gets it in. And the ball's now stolen away. Hans Kraus jumping the passing lane. He's got his fourth steal. He tried to feed it over to Kenny, knocked away and out of bounds by head into the Dennis and Slashwick bench. Hans Kraus has been a really good defensive player for Kemper here early in this season. Michael Katz, the ball run. He'll fire up a three up top. It's up no good. Rebound tipped around into the hands of Gherkin. He'll bring it back out. Back off now to Candy as the shot clock resets. Candy back off to Gherkin. Drives in the lane. His runner up no good. Rebound tipped around and taken down by Towns. Over to Head. Head will get it up across half court. We go under 3.05 left here first quarter. Town with it over to Fink on the left side. Fink off his screen. They run that pick and roll again. Town goes up over Gherkin for his second bucket of the ballgame. Kemper's lead trim now to 18 to 10. Candy will bring it up. Bounces it off to Kraus near the left elbow. Up top again to Candy. They got a close out on him. He's a good shooter. Now he'll drive as they did close out but didn't come out under control. And Carsey Candy, too quick. He'll get around him. Lays it up and in. And it's now 20 to 10. Weaver behind the back, drives down, left-handed runner up good, counts the basket. Luke Weaver's with his second bucket, going to get himself to the free throw line. First foul against Kemper here in the quarter. That's all going to go on Hans Kraus. So Weaver at the line. Looking for his first free throw here tonight. Two and a half left first quarter. Free throw on the way up, good. You heard Coach Minahan on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show this morning talking about the fact that Weavers just shoot the basketball well. It's what they do. Biter looking for a second three. Drains another one off the right side. So Tragen Biter with the three. Kemper back up now by 10 at 23 to 13. And now we're going to get a travel on Weavers. Great triple team over on the far side. And then I go up by 10, get the ball back with 2.12 left here in the first quarter. Emery will check back into the ballgame. He is going to check in for Weavers. Hartfeld again on the bench with it. two quick fouls. And that's t- 
takes that 6-8 player off of the court. Nice bring it up, Candy with it up top. Castlevar pump fake kicks it over to Candy. Left side three up good. Nice dump over, and then you get it, you penetrate in, you draw the defense, and then you kick it right back over to the shooter. Carson Candy off to a quick start, 26-13. Now the layup inside, no good from Blaine Grady. Rebound taken down by the Knights. Candy will work it over now to Castlebar. Back to Candy. Candy back to Castlebauer. Castlebauer drives in. We're going to get a hand check. Going to go on Easton Emery. It'll be two on him. Team foul number. Well, it doesn't matter how many team fouls. They're already over the five bonus. I keep flashing back to previous years, but you don't do fouls by half anymore. You do fouls by quarter. You get five each quarter, and once you get to five, it's two shots the rest of that quarter. Then it resets. Castlebauer misses his first free throw today and first free throw of the season. Michael, an outstanding shooter, so more than likely he'll knock down this next one. Minute 39 left here in the first quarter. It's been all Kemper in this one. Castlebauer knocks down the free throw, and the Knights lead it here 27-13. to They work it ahead to Emery. Now off into the hands of Fink. Fink up top. Back over to Emery. Down to the left corner to head. Head defended by Gherkin. Head looks to drive baseline. Cut off. And now Candy jumps the passing lane. Carson out on the break. Finds Kraus. Misses the layup. Candy going to be over the back on the rebound attempt. That's going to be his first in the team's second. Great luck that time by Carson Candy. With something down with some traffic around him. Dumped a beautiful ball off to Kraus for the right side layup. But left it just a little bit short. I always tell kids... Get that, get, when you're shooting the layups, get that ball high up off of the backboard. And now tip pass by Castlebauer. He'll come up with the steal. They work it over to Biter on the right side. Back to Kander to Castlebauer. Castlebauer started on the right side. Brings it left side now to Gherkin. Gherkin down to the baseline to Canny on the left side. Skip pass over to Biter. He got a couple of threes. They close out on him quick. Castlebauer pump fake got around Emery. Three up, no good. Gherkin tips the rebound and tracks it down over in the corner. Gherkin up top to Canning. He penetrates in. Runner with the right hand. No good. Rebound taken down by Dennison. Fleshwig ahead to Weavers. And Weavers going to be bumped and fouled by Biter. And that's a tough call on Tragen because Tragen actually didn't do anything. Weavers took an extra step. And then that extra step allowed him to kind of collide with a Biter. Biter was trying to get out of there. So he didn't draw the contact. So that will be his first and the third on the night. Which Minahan discussing now, and he got, because Biter got shoved in the back from the offensive player who took an extra step to be able to get to it. I don't think Weavers didn't anticipate Biter trying to get away from him. He anticipated him coming at him. So he looked for the contact. The ball comes inside to Grady. Shot up no good. And a whistle and foul inside against the Kemper Knights. That's going to go on Ben Gherkin. Number one on Gherkin. 14 foul against the Knights. Grady at the line. 50% free throw shooter on the season. Free throw on the way is up and good. Twenty-seven, fourteen. Kemper with the lead. Knights making some substitutions. Putney, Gherkin, Baiting, Vanami, and Kaspabauer now on the floor for the Knights. Second free throw by Grady up and good. The sophomore, 6-4. Seven points, five rebounds per game coming into this one. 27 now, 15 in favor of a Kemper. Banami out top, 
Skip pass over to Kirk and left side, down to Bating. Left corner three up, no good. Rebound tipped around. Vanami will clear it for Kemper. Back off now to Kasperbaugh. Right side, Vanami. Vanami skips it over to Gherkin. Left corner. He'll drive in. Cut off on the baseline. Over to Bating. Left corner. Three up and no good again. Weaver's going to clear the rebound. And DJ Vanami over the back on the rebound. His first. And that'll put Weaver's at the line to shoot a pair. That's one where DJ, great effort to go in and fight for the rebound. Um, just got to realize you're behind the guy and, and stuff. Because Dennis and Slashwick would have gotten the rebound with 12 seconds left and had to work it up the court against the defense to try and get a shot up. Now Weavers gets to go down and shoot two free throws. He knocks down the first one. Sometimes it's always great to hustle. You never want a kid to not hustle and not work hard, and that's what DJ was doing there, but sometimes game and situation dictates a little bit what you should and shouldn't do. Gherkin over to Vanami. He's going to attack. Kick pass over to Bating. Bating back out to the castle bar. Back over to Bating. Three-point shot on the way with it. Two left in the quarter. Tip off no good that time by Gherkin. And we are through a one-quarter of play. Knights had built themselves a, a big lead. Got up at 27-13. to 13. But uh, Dennis and Flushwick comes it to 27-17 to 17 here at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, one minute away right here on the kick. We'll kick 106.7. Napa is your trusted source for automotive parts, accessories, and know-how for your car, truck, SUV, and farm equipment. We offer a complete performance machine shop, extensive tool and equipment department, and hydraulic hoses while you wait. So whether it's a replacement part for your daily driver or you're in just in need for a professional machine shop, you can trust your locally owned and operated Napa store. Make it a point to stop in and see the pros. Napa Highway 30 West in Carroll. Napa, we are so much more than a parts store. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll. Open seven days a week. Kept me alive here from the Gatorade Broadcast Group, distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. We head here to the... Second quarter of play. Knights on top right now, 27-17. Kaspavar with it over to Gherkin. Gherkin back to Kaspavar. They won't come out and guard him. He'll fire open a wide-open three and knocks it down. His second of the ballgame. Dump pass. Shot is up. It is a good from Jake Fink. So Fink had not had an opportunity to score much. All of a sudden, it's back to a 10-point game at a 30-20. Turnover on the Knights. Fink now going to push it ahead. Gets it out to Weavers. Weavers penetrates in right side. Dumps underneath the Artfeld. Nice defense by Putney. Creates the turnover. Didn't get it to steal, but what he did is he created Artfeld not to be able to catch the ball smoothly. And Artfeld had it dribble off of his foot and out of bounds. Bating brings it up, works it over on the right side now, attacking is Biter. Biter with it back out now to Kaspabauer. Kaspabauer 
Works it over to the left side to Bating. His three up in good. Brock Bating knocks down his first. You get him going. This offense could be really tough to stop just because they've got so many different guys that can shoot the basketball. Pressure by Kemper. Long pass down to Emery under to Artfeld, and he'll lay it up and in. Thought he was going to go out and dunk it. He was wide open. There wasn't anybody around him, but he just went in and laid it up and in. Now driving in is Kaspelar. Dump pass inside. Kip stole it away. He was looking for Putney. Weavers comes up with it. Head to think down the head. Right corner three up in and out. No good. DJ Vanami with the rebound. Over to Kaspavar. 6.20 left here in the first half. Kaspavar working against Pink. Picks up the dribble up top to Vanami. Vanami looks for the cutter biter. Now over to Bating. Left side three up. Good. Brock Bating knocks down his second three. The Knights extend the lead now to 36-22. Skip pass over to Fink. Left side. He'll drive in. Dumps it under to Artfeld. He couldn't handle it, but it's a lot of bounce off of Biter. It will be... Monarch basketball as Carson Kenny checks in now for baiting. Kemper up 14 at this moment. That is their largest lead here of the game. So just as Emerson Les Fleshwick looked like they were going to come back and make a little bit of a rally. The Knights extend the lead. Weaver's in some trouble. Fades away. Misses the jumper. Hartfeld comes down with a rebound and he's going to be fouled on the play trying to go back up under the basket. And that's all going to go on DJ Vanami. That is his second. First year in the quarter against the Knights, but Hartfield in the active shooting will head to the free throw line to shoot a pair. That's Hartfield, 50% free throw shooter this season. First attempt for him here on this Saturday evening. Free throw on the way up to it, or late afternoon, whatever you want to call it. 4.36 on this Saturday afternoon. Hartfeld's second free throw coming up. Student section trying to cheer him on. It's on the way. It is up. It is no good. And the rebound taken down by Hans Krause. So for Kemper off now to Canny. Canny across half court working against Ted. Works it out on the right side near the scores table. As Kemper going left to right across your radio dial here in his first half of play. Canny penetrates in the lane. Kick pass over to Krause on the left corner. Ball tipped away. Krauss trying to feed it back up top. Head comes up with a loose basketball. Picks up the dribble. Tries to dump it down. Dark jump tip by Putney. But to Whelan, they'll lob it back to Artfeld and over his fingertips and out of bounds. So Dennis and Fletchwick trying to get them all up high for Artfeld a lot of times. But they keep missing him. And they keep turning the basketball over. Caitlin Yetmar still not putting any pressure or pressure on that right knee. Hopefully that isn't as serious as it potentially looks like it could be. Rouse up top to Kaspelbar, now to Biter. Down to the left corner to Canny. Three up, no good. Long rebound, tracked down by Fink. He's out on the break. Fink will drive in, drives in on Biter. The shot blocked by Kraus. The head comes up with a rebound. They'll get it to him back in the corner. His three up, no good, and Putney will clear it for Kemper. Now the ball folded away, and Grady going to lay it up and in. But Grady came up with the steal right by the rim and lays it up and in. And it's 36-24. to 24. Biter across half quarter. Canny with it. Now over to Katzbubauer left side. Biter running the baseline. Kraus with that left elbow. Drives the lane. Shot up over town. Is up in good for Hans Kraus. Kraus with his first bucket. 38-24. We're going to get a foul now in the backcourt. Going to go against Kemper. That'll go on Carson King. That'll be number two on Kenny. That'll get Brock Mating into the ballgame for him. 
Ed checks out as Emery checks back in for Dennison. So Weaver, Fink, Town, Grady, and Emery on the court for Dennison Slushwood. It's Bading, Kraus, Putney, Biter, and Kasperbauer for Kemper. Fink with it off to Weavers. Over to the right side to Grady. Grady looking for some help as he picks up the dribble on the right wing. Up top to Town. They find Fink. Fink was wide open cutting towards the basket. He was running right down the middle of the lane, and Town with a perfect pass that Fink wasn't looking, and all of a sudden he realized that the last second the ball was coming at him, and he got a hand on it, but it goes out of bounds off of him. That would have been a layup. So that's a break for Kemper. Now Kasmavar fires up a 32-footer and hits it. Kasmavar with his third three here today. Knights up now 41-24. to All tipped out of bounds by Biter. It'll stay. Dennis and Fletchwick. Subs coming in again. We'll get you through lineups here in a moment. Grady gets it off to Emery. Emery with it back to Grady. The Weavers came in here a moment ago for Fink. Head back with the basketball. Defended out top but by the scorer's table. And we're going to get a hand check. Going to go on Casperball. That's going to be his first. Forty-one twenty-four. Kemper with the lead. Team foul number three on the Knights here in the quarter. Roselle Mutual halftime report coming up as Weavers drives in, gets to the lane, cows the basket. He'll draw some contact, and get himself to the free throw line. That'll cut it to forty-one to twenty-six. And foul on Brock Bating, his first first against the Knights here in the quarter. Weavers at the line, three of three, make it three of four, and the rebound taken down by Krause. Get it down to Katzbevauer, now off to Bating, three on the way up, good! Brock Bating with his third three here, and the Knights pulling away here up 44 to 26. Emery with it out to Grady, his shot up no good. Town comes up with a rebound, put back up in good. 44 now, 28 in favor of uh, Kemper. Kasperbauer gets the rim, doesn't get the shot to fall off the right side, but he's going to draw some contact. He'll head to the free throw line. That's all going to go on East at Emory, and that should be number three, and it is on him. Fourteen foul, or first team foul here in the quarter against the Monarchs. Kasperbauer at the line, one of two today. Free throw on the way, up in good. Runner rolled around the rim and just fell in. Knights up now, 45-28. to 28. That is their largest lead here of this game. Matches it anyway. They were up 41-24 at one point. Free throw on the way up, good. Kasperbauer knocks down both. 46-28, Kemper. Now, unnecessary foul in the backcourt going to go against the Knights. And that is going to go on Ben Gerken, number two on him. Team foul number five on Kemper. So, Jake Fink will head to the free throw line. 75% free throw shooter on the season. Free throw on the way up, no good. 
second one by Fink. This one bounces around and falls in. That'll cut the lead now to 17 at 46-29. Kaspabar brings it up. Off to Baiting as he feeling it. That one is a little short. Head ahead to Fink off of the rebound. Fink's layup is not being good. If you're that the guy that misses the shot and you're near the up top part, you got to sprint back defensively. Kemper did not do that that time. Edison Schleswig takes advantage. Now Biter penetrates in. Dump pass inside. Stolen away by Weavers. Weavers pushing it ahead. Going to get to the rim again and lays it up and in. Kemper on a little bit of a sleep defensively right now. I think you're going to see Coach bring the energy guy and DJ Vanami back out on the floor. Vanami now off to Kaspar. Kaspar step back. Jumper up top. It's no good. Weavers comes down with a rebound. He'll push. It's a three-on-four, but nobody stops ball. He gets all the way to the rim, and we're going to get a timeout called by the Kemper Knights. That time, Kemper got back defensively, but nobody stopped the dribbler. And Weavers makes it the 46-35 ball game with a minute 54 left in the third. Back in 30 seconds here on Kick 106.7. Take your brand to the next level with Toploft. From Little League to high school to college and beyond, Toploft in downtown Carroll carries your favorite team's fan gear. Kemper Knights. Carol Tigers, Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and so much more. Find us on the web at toploftclothing.com and watch for our Tuesday Deal of the Day on our Facebook page. We also love working with local teams and businesses to provide custom apparel for them and their customers. Quick turnaround, low minimum. Elevate your brand to the top with Toploft in downtown Carroll. Remember with the basketball. See what uh, Coach Minahan said in that uh, timeout there, real quick. Six straight, seven straight, actually, by Dennis and Slashway. Gherkin attacks, misses the layup. Rebound to Grady, off now to Weavers. If you're Dennis and Slashway, if you can get this under 10 by the end of the half, you've got to feel really good. Gherkin now comes up with a loose basketball. It's going to be knocked away by Weavers, but a reach in foul going to go on Weavers. That'll be number two on him. Gherkin again. Monarchs were trying to work the ball over on the, uh, you know, the in the middle of it. They spun and lost it right up top. It bounced towards the half-court line. It was away from the half-court, but bounced from the top of the key towards the half-court line. And Gherkin able to get to it. Casper Bauer drives in, lost the dribble, and he's going to end up throwing away. He thought Bading was going to pop down to the corner, but didn't. Bading was down near the right block. Now the Knights will put some pressure on Going to be a 1-2-1-1. And at 24 left here. In this first half, Roselle Mutual halftime report coming up. DJ Vanami makes a great catch and feel. Did they call the foul? What? What is that call? DJ Vanami runs over like a defensive back, catches the ball. And as he's coming down, he collides with the town. He has full possession of the basketball. Town didn't even jump up to get the ball, and they call, they call Vanami with a foul. I, I don't understand that foul. Coach Minahan trying to get a discussion, but that's number three on Vanami. Town at the line, free throw on the way up, no good. I just that that's a confusing call because. DJ went, got the ball, and as he's in the air, as he's coming down, Town standing there, 
And, and, and Town hadn't even made an effort to get the ball. Free throw up, no good. Putney will come down with a rebound. But he doesn't make either free throw, so it doesn't hurt Kemper. Besides, Vinami picking up his third. Casper Bauer down the left side gets it up now to Gherkin. Gherkin spins, has it knocked away, but able to hustle and get it back. They work it over to Casper Bauer. Long three up, no good. Putney tips the rebound, comes up with it, and lays it up and in. Nice effort that time for Carter Putney. His first bucket here. Knights lead it now 48-35. to 35. Now Town on the other end, able to lay it up and in. Bauer goes sliding. And there was some body contact, no call. Biter lobs it underneath, Putney wide open, draws some contact. That's going to go on Town. Basket does not go. It's, uh, the foul going to go on Town. We'll put Putney at the line to shoot two. Putney has not attempted a free throw tonight. Has not attempted one yet this season, coming averaging 10 points and 6 rebounds per game. Free throw on the way. It's up and good. Forty-nine now 37, Kemper. Putney with three straight, looking to get all four of his points here in the final minute of this first half. Free throw on the way up, no good. And the rebound tipped around. It's loose. Pink and Putney go after it, and Putney will come up with it. That's his fifth rebound. Off now to Kasselbauer. Kasselbauer in the lane. Runner up off the rim. No good. Rebound tipped around. It'll be pulled in by Kasselbauer. Kasselbauer with it on the left side. 20 seconds left. Knights can hold for the final shot here of the half. Roselle Mutual halftime report coming up. Kasselbauer drives in. Lost it, but going to be fouled on the play. I think that's going to go on Fink. And if it is, that'll be number two on him. That is the call. And... Gasper will head to the line to shoot a pair. Three or four from the free throw line. Free throw on the way up and good. 50 to 37 now in favor of uh, Kemper. Second one coming up here for Michael Gasper Monarchs had a chance to get this down to about an eight point game at Kemper as they missed the second free throw, but Biter able to track down the rebound. And then he is going to be bumped in foul. That's foul going to go on Grady, his first. Heading to the line is Tragen Biter. Biter, two of two at the line today. 50% on the season. The free throw is up no good tonight. Both teams have gone cold from the free throw line as Krauss comes in now for baiting. Tommy on the bench with three. Canny on the bench with two. Second one up, no good. So Biter misses both, and the rebound taken down by Artfeld. And now Kemper going to be called for a foul in the backcourt. There's so much aggressiveness right now and kind of bumping and, and the little forearm pushes and stuff. I think officials calling this really tight here in this second quarter because they don't want to let this thing get out of control. And Coach Plank, one of the Kemper girls scheduled to join us at the halftime. Kemper falling earlier today in girls basketball. Fink knocks down the free throw. That'll make it 50-38. to 38. At this pace, Kemper would put triple digits on the board today. We'll see if they can keep it up in the second half. Second free throw from Fink on the way. That one is in and out no good. And the rebound taken down by Biter. Now, what do we get? A travel call going to go against Kemper. 
Schleswig wanted either a travel or a, a foul. I think they'd have taken the foul so they could shoot free throws, but now they'll get possession with 2.1 seconds left. Fink, Art film. Weavers check into the ballgame. Head's going to be out there, I think. Nope, head comes off. Chandler Perrin will inbound the basketball. His first appearance here today. Grady back out on the floor as well. They'll get it to Weavers, a runner at the buzzer off the glass. No good, and we are through a one-half of play. Kemper Knight's on top here by a score of 50-38. to We'll step away, take a break. We'll come back right after this. A quick timeout right here on Kick 106.7 with the Rosa Mutual Halftime Report. Teamwork begins by building trust. Putting trust in your teammates isn't just for game day. It's important when it comes to your insurance coverage, too. Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all of your needs. Coming together is the beginning. Staying together makes progress, and working together creates success. For commercial, farm, home, and auto insurance, give them a call today at 792-4525. Roselle Mutual, proudly insuring the area since 1876. Proper planning now will save you big money later. Winter programs offered through Halber Enterprises are now in effect. Take advantage of all the discounts on Sukup Manufacturing grain bins, buildings, and accessories. It's never too early to look ahead and lock in your orders to guarantee completion in the 2024 season. Mike and Gary at Halber Enterprises are excited to assist you with all of your grain bin and service handling needs. Call 712-658-2141 today. Sports on the go with me, Jeff Blankman, is powered by New Way Auto Group in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Each week, be sure to check out the vehicle of the week on our station website at 1380kcim.com, our social media platforms, and our new mobile app. You can also tune in to any of the games on broadcasting. Look for your perfect vehicle at New Way Auto Group, where you get free oil changes for life and home of warranty forever. From footings to framing to finish, for farm, home, or commercial, for more than 90 years, Wallach Lumber Company has been proud to help our communities grow. With four convenient locations and one of the largest building material inventories in the area, we are sure to be able to fill all your building needs. From project design and estimating to friendly advice, we can't wait to be part of the process for you. Wallach Lumber, with locations in Wallach, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. We're not your grandpa's lumberyard. Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always St. Roselle Mutual Halftime Report here. Jeff Blankman along with, uh, again, Ethan Derner back in our studio. We're joined by Lauren Bell, who is our uh, player of the game for the Kipper Girls game here today. They do end up falling 44-36. to Lauren, it was kind of a slow start offensively for both of these teams. It was a 13-10 to game. There in the first half, both teams kind of struggled in the second quarter. What started to work for you girls better in that third quarter? Came out, scored 16 points in that third. Um, I think for us what helped a lot was just really slowing it down. Like in the first half, 
we were making like super sloppy passes, like trying to force things that weren't there. So I feel like the second half we slowed down, looked for better options, and I think that started to help. Were the defenses just that good in the first half with both teams kind of struggling, or, or do you think both teams may be playing, as you said, a little fast? I think it was kind of both teams. Like, I know our defense was also sloppy, so then I think theirs was the same for ours. So was it afternoon game, first afternoon game of the year? Do you think that's just a little different, a Saturday afternoon game? Yeah, it's definitely a different dynamic on Saturdays, but I do like how we get to have, like, a shoot-around before. That usually helps, so we can have, like, a walk-through, but it is different than normal games. What did Coach talk to you guys about at the halftime? Was it just slowing down a little bit? Yeah, we really just needed to slow down, like, stop the turnovers because that was a big problem for us. And then we talked about, like, running better offense and then also just moving our feet on defense better. You guys got up by 10 in the third quarter. You had a huge third quarter. I told you you had 12 points, 14 rebounds unofficially here. A lot of that coming in the third quarter. What started to click for you, and how were you able to get so many rebounds in the game tonight? Um, and also at halftime, we talked a lot about, like, getting in front of someone and really boxing them out, and I was really trying to do that, and it was helping a lot. You, you found yourself open a lot underneath as well. You, what, where, how were you able to get away from your defender so much in that second half? Um, I was just trying to watch the move, the ball movement, and in their 1-3-1, one, one, it's pretty easy to get open looks on that backside, so I was just slipping in there and waiting for the right time. They did look like they adjusted to you a little bit in that fourth quarter. What adjustments did they make? Yeah, I, I noticed that they had the Schultz score girl guarding me more, which she's pretty good, so that was kind of hard. And then I wasn't open as much, but besides that, that's all I really noticed. You guys are 0-2 right now, but this team much better than that, as you know. What's kind of the thought process of this team right now? Um, We just know there's a lot to fix, and we really need to work hard in practice because we know we have a lot of talent, and it's just not going our way right now. I'll tell you what, it'll get fixed. I know it will. So I appreciate you joining us. Congrats on becoming our player of the game. Thank you. You, Matt Loren Bell, joining us. We'll get to head coach Andrew Klink to slide his way up here into the postgame area, and he'll head in here and grab all of our equipment and get everything on. And, and Coach, I appreciate you joining us. And, and tough one here today, up by 10 in the third quarter. I think outscored 28-10 to 10, uh, the rest of the game after that. So um, let's talk first half. Uh, neither team, uh, very effective first half. I, I think I tweeted out more turnovers between the two teams combined in the first half than there were points. Uh, Lauren even said both teams may be a little sloppy early in the game. Uh, you know, I think we were, <laughs> I think we were sloppy the whole game. Um, minus, you know, minus maybe the third quarter? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we came out of the half, we talked about some stuff, and, and, and we came out and we executed it right off the bat, and I was like, all right, we've, we've got things figured out. You know, girls have, you know, and, and our girls are very adjustable. They're adaptive um, yep. to what teams are giving us in. Uh, we started out a little flat. We we didn't trust what we were getting, um, and we, we we sped ourselves up way too much. We talked about that that they were going to try to do that. Um, third quarter we came out, we did it, and then fourth quarter we kind of just might forgot it. <laughs> so uh, you know, uh, we just got to get better, and you know, put four quarters together because I did. I, we came out of the half, and third quarter we got great looks, we got layups, we got inside out kicks. Um, we didn't turn the ball over a whole lot, and then. Fourth quarter rolled around, and we got a little bit of foul trouble, and it just kind of hurt us. Yeah, I was going to say, for Annie fouling out and being in foul trouble, you guys not quite the same team, even though she doesn't score a lot and stuff sometimes. I thought she was big for you guys tonight just to keep it a little calmer, but they looked like they wanted to really get the ball inside to Slater. Uh, what did you expect their game plan to be here today? Uh, the, what they were doing. Um, on film, they, they looked that same way um, as far as they were trying to get uh, – 
single singled up post ups, uh, you know, clear outs and get kind of a two man game on one side. Uh, we gave up dribble drive um, in the second half that killed us. Uh, we were we were giving up paint. Um, the Allen girl, she got to the middle. Uh, Slater girl was then sitting on the block. If we didn't, right. stop, you know, if we weren't stopping dribble drive, we'd give up a, a backside rebound, and, and, and that killed us. That hurt us. Coach, you're sitting 0-2, but as I said to Lauren, and, and you guys know it, you know you're better than that. You know the wins are going to come, but what does this team need to do to, to maybe get that first one Tuesday night against Harlan? Um, how do I put this? Uh, we we got we to gotta be able to push ourselves um, out of that comfort zone. Uh, you know, 29 turnovers a night, roughly, approximately, uh, is what I had in the book. You're not going to win a lot of ball games doing right. that. Got to take care of the basketball. And I stress to them daily, and they know it, um, but the little things matter, the details, the taking care of the ball, the, the you know, the pivots, the, the jump stops, the, the strong with the basketball. Um, you know, I think that if we can k- take care of that, that's going to clean up a lot of things for us. Um, we, we got sloppy, and I thought Carroll, we played well. We didn't play as sloppy, but, um, you know, tonight was just an ugly, sloppy game that, um, we got to clean up. We got to get better because we got Harlan on Tuesday. Harlan's, Harlan's really good. Um, Harlan's going to bring it. So. Well, Coach, I appreciate you joining us here. Sorry for the tough loss. We'll see you Tuesday night for that Harlan game. All right. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. You bet. Head Coach Andrew Clank again with the uh, Cover Knights girls basketball team. They fall here tonight 44-36 to to Dennis and Schleswig. We'll step away back with more of our Roselle Mutual halftime report for the boys game coming up in 30 seconds here on KIP 106.7. People want and deserve more comfort, efficiency, and reliability, both in their homes and places of work. Dries Company will be there to meet these challenges, whether we are designing a new system or servicing your existing equipment. We are a rapidly growing company that strives to meet and exceed all your expectations. No matter if you are looking to buy new appliances or need the help from one of our certified technicians, we are here for you. We pride ourselves in our installation and service. Dries Company, servicing the Carroll area since 1933. Welcome you back here on the Roselle Mutual Halftime Report. Jeff Langford with you here again. Thanks to Nathan Derner back in our studio. Knights jump out early in this one against Dennis and Schleswig and lead it right now, 50-38 to 38 here at the halftime. And again, our halftime brought to you by Roselle Mutual and Insurance. Uh, Roselle Mutual knows the teamwork begins with building a trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance needs, too. Roselle Mutual, Grinnell Mutual, they're here to provide you with expertise and acceptable service. Give them a call today at 712-792-4525. Got to try to figure out uh, my halftime stats. haven't had a chance to add things up here real quick, but we're going to try to do that with you. So bear with me as I do it. Uh, Kepper right now, Michael Kaspelbauer with 13 points. Carson Canney with 8. It is a Tragen Bider with a 10 points in the first half. DJ Vanami with a 2. Carter Putney finishes with a 3. Brock Baden with 11 and Hans Kraus with two here in the first half. Knight nine, made nine free throws. They go at nine, it looks like, a nine of 15 from the free throw line. We're just underway here in the second half. I'll get you the Dennis and Slushwick halftime stats coming up. Monarchs with the basketball, head with it. Off now to Emery. Emery finds Fink, and he is going to be an offensive foul. Going to go against Emery, trying to set a screen. So that's going to be number four on him. He's going to have to have a seat. Uh, Jake Fink uh, had seven in the first half here for the Monarchs. That uh, was uh, Blaine Grady with a four. Lance Arkfeld with a six. Uh, you've got uh, Luke Weavers with 13. And uh, Cole Town 
with eight points in the first half. Knights with the basketball. They'll work it over to Biter on the right side. Brings it up top. Now drives down the left side of the lane, and the little floater is up in good. Reagan Miter extends that lead here to 52-38 to 38 in favor of uh, Kemper. Their largest lead again was 18 at 46-28. to 28. Fink with it, or head with it, out high on the left side. Now finds Fink down on the left wing. Fink with it, now dumps it down to Arkfeld, back up to Fink. Over to head, now to Weavers on the right side. Weavers drives in the lane, his runner is short, grabs his own rebound and lays it up and in off the left side. Knights lead it now, 52-40. to 40. And the layup is up in good. Tragen Bider has been really strong here today for the Knights. He extends that lead now to 54-40. to 40. Head over to Weavers. 6.30 left here, third quarter. Weavers penetrates in. Step through move down to Grady, left corner three up, no good. Artfield up high for the rebound and able to lay it up and in. We're going to get a quick timeout called by Dennis and Fleshwick. Let's go ahead and figure out the free throws here real quick. Means we didn't get a chance to recap this first half much. Uh, seven of 11 in the first half for Dennis and Fleshwick. So again, Fink was seven, Grady with four, Artfield six. Weavers with 13 and Town with 8 in the first half. They were 7 of 11 from the free throw line. Uh, some other Kemper stats unofficially. Castellaro, a rebound, two assists, and a steal. Candy with a rebound and two steals. Try a biter with uh, two rebounds and a steal. DJ Vanami, two rebounds, two assists. Cutter Putney, five rebounds. Ben Gherkin, three rebounds and a steal. Brock Bading with a rebound and Hans Kraus with uh, two rebounds and a steal here tonight. Knights up right now by 12-54-242. Kicking down to about 6.15 left here in the third quarter. They work it to Vanami. He's going to lose the dribble out of the bounds. And it'll stay with Dennison Fleshwick. Now the ball knocked out of bounds down on the other end. It's going to stay with Dennis and Fleshwick. Kemper defense has been pretty solid here tonight. Inbounds up to Weavers. Wide open three on the way short. And Canny will track down the rebound. His second of the ball game. And then he is going to be fouled on the play by Gage Head. 5'9", senior will pick up his first. Manami gets it back over to Canny. Knights will work it here. Canny bounces it off to Putney, left elbow. Biter cuts down through nothing there. Now the pass behind Manami, but athletic enough to tip it and then gather it in. Off now to Casper Bauer. Casper Bauer gets the lane left-handed. Or runner off the left side with the right hand up in good. Casper Bauer will make it a 56-42 lead, and we're going to get a travel on Grady. The Knights. Stretching that lead again here in the third. Kemper can really lock down defensively when they need to. Putney with it. All tipped away. He'll gather it back in. Now off to Kaspabauer. Kaspabauer gets it off to DJ Vanami. Back to Kaspabauer. Three on the way up. Good. 
Michael Castlevar is interesting. I'll tell you the story here in a second as he knocks down the three. 57-42. Kemper with some pressure. The lob it ahead to get it to Weavers. Weavers attacks. Slides under Vinami for the layup. But I was watching Kemper shoot in warm-ups and, and Kasparauer was not having a lot of success. He was really struggling. And he, you could tell he was frustrated with himself. Now he's come out in the ballgame and he's got four. He misses that one. Benami with a rebound back to Kasparauer over to Canny. Canny will drive in up over Artfield. Shot no good and Artfield will clear the rebound off the Fink. Ahead. Head gets it off to Weavers. Weavers drives in and lays it up and in with the left hand. Weavers cuts it now to a 13-point game at 59-46. to 46. DJ up, Tom. Three-point shot up and good for DJ Vanami. Vanami stretches it now to 62-46. Lead back to 16. Weavers throws it away. He was looking for Grady and wasn't looking and just kind of chucked it past him. And now Town going to check into the ballgame. He's going to check in for Hartfield. Also coming in is going to be Nash Langenfeld, the 5'7 junior. Also checking in is Chandler Parrott. His head and Weavers will check out. Coach Derek Fink trying to find some kind of a group that will work well right now. Monarch team again, along with Kemper, were the two favorites. But Kemper dominating this game. Two favorites in the Hawkeye 10. Kemper dominating this game from the get-go. We have not had a tie or they have not trilled here in the game. Candy drives in, finds the cutter. Biter shot block. Biter comes up with a rebound. Put back no good. Rebound tipped into the hands that time of Putney. Back over to Candy. Left the baseline. Drives in. Runner up no good. Putney up high for the rebound as it's stripped away. But he's going to be fouled on the play. Kemper just outworking Dennison Fleshwick pretty much in every aspect of this game right now. That's all going to go on Grady. It is. That will be number two on him. Carter Putney will head to the line. One of two today, one of two on the season. Free throw on the way. It is up in good. 63 now to 46 in favor of uh, Kemper. He's got a chance here to match their largest lead of the game. Second free throw coming up for Putney. It is up. It is good as well. Putney knocks down both, and Kemper matches their largest lead here at 64-46. Weavers now penetrates in, dumps it underneath Artfeld, and Artfeld right off of the left. The block was right next to the bucket. He'll lay it in at 64-48. And now we're going to get a whistle on a foul. Going to go against the Monarchs as C.J. Vanami looks to penetrate in off the right side. Foul going to go. The 5'7 junior Langenfeld, he'll pick up his first. Kraus and Gherkin check in. Biter and Putney will check out for Kemper. Fourth team foul against the Monarchs here in the quarter. 3.26 left third quarter. We're in player of the game coming up in the postgame. We come to you live here from the Gatorade broadcast booth. Candy with it. Drives in, gets it in. Backdoor cut by Gherkin. Candy found him. Missed the shot. Kraus with the tip in, though. On Kraus. Nice offensive rebound and tip-in. The lead is back to 18 at 66-48. Langenfeld down to Artfield left corner. 
Archfeld with it back to Langenfeld. Now to Weavers. Weavers out top with the basketball. Looks to penetrate in. Kicks it off to Langenfeld. Stripped away and stolen that time by Carson Candy. Candy with his third steal. Drives down. Shot blocked by Weavers. It'll be out of bounds off of Candy. And it's going to be Jennison Slashwick basketball. Yeah, it looks like they're going to set up with some half-court man-to-man pressure here. Now they'll drop back out of it and just pick them up half-court. They were going to meet them at the half-court line. Weavers with it out high left side. 2.38 left here, third quarter. Hartfield off now to Langenfeld. They dump it underneath, but Vama is an Ami. Challenge was that back inside for Hartfeld, but... Badami saw the pass coming in, reached out, tipped it away. Fink will check in. He'll check in for Langenfeld. Weavers will inbound on the baseline. Monarchs will box it up around the lane. Knights, looks like they'll stay man-to-man. Looks like they're matching up here. They will stay man-to-man out of the inbound. Fink gets it down to Weavers' left side. Attacks, gets under the basket in a little bit of trouble. Kicks it up. Perrin, right corner, three up. No good. Archfield up high for the rebound. Misses the putback, but... Able to tip it up and in. 66-50 now in favor of uh, Kemper. Kemper was up 18 in the second quarter. It was cut down to 8 at one point. Got back up 18 here in the third. It's down now to 16. Benami with it out high right side. Inside to Krause. Layups up and good. Benami with the assist. Krause with his third bucket here tonight. The Knights lead at 68-50. to Weavers left side inside to Arkfeld. Arkfeld double teamed. They'll get it off to town. Gets to the freezer line. Pull up jumper up and good. He's got double digits now at 68 to 52. You know Dennison Fleshway, you can just watch these guys. There's talent out there. They're going to be good. They're going to have to figure out something if they fall in this one. They're going to fall to 0-3 and, and Brock Mading knocks down another three. His fourth of the ballgame Kemper in complete control now with their largest lead of the game. They lead it here, 71-52. Weavers airballs the answer. It's going to bounce out of bounds. And it is going to be Kemper basketball. Coach Fink wanting to foul that time. Town was running trying to save it. And uh, DJ Vanami just threw a kind of a shoulder into him and kind of hip-checked him and shoulder-checked him into the wall. Actually hit him into the official. And I know Coach Fink still talking with the official down here on the sideline. Nami with it. Kicks it over to Gherkin. Left side three up. No good. Weavers with the rebound. Kraus going to be a foul. Fouling him from behind. That will be his second. 58.4 left here in the third quarter. I think Alabama leading number one Georgia the last I looked. Fink fires up a three off the left side, up no good. And now Vanami with a push on the rebound. As he was pushing on the back that time of Artfield, he'll pick up his fourth. See if I can get an update on that score. Alabama right now in control up 17-7 early in the third quarter. Inbounds comes to Artfield, now over to head. And work it over to Grady, down to Weavers on the left wing. Weavers looking to drive in, going to be bumped in foul. And that'll go on Gherkin, that's going to be his third. And 
Similar to what we saw in the second quarter when this game gets a little physical and, 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 uh, and a little intense, uh, the officials try to kind of bring it back under control. So I wouldn't be surprised here in this third and into the fourth if we don't see a bunch of fouls. Try and calm this game down a little bit. Not that it's gotten bad, but it's, it's gotten a little physical here in the last couple of moments. There's a shot up the Weaver three, no good. Coming down with a rebound, Putney, his eighth of the ballgame over to Gherkin, penetrates in. Bounce pass to the cutter, can he shot up no good. Rebound tipped around, and again, there's Putney to pull it in. Out debating for three, no good. Rebound tipped around by Kraus, out to Canny. Canny will drive in under the basket, finds Gherkin open for three, up no good, long rebound. And we're going to get a foul on Canny going after the rebound. That was one of those, as I just mentioned, going to see quite a few fouls. That one wasn't much contact. You guys running next to each other for the ball. Perrin going to check into the ball game for Grady. Monarchs will have it with 11.3 seconds left here in the third quarter. Each team with four fouls in the third. Knights with their largest lead. Nobody scored since Bating hit that three to make it 71-52. Kemper with a long possession. They just couldn't get anything to fall. Several offensive rebounds. Weaver strikes in. Ball knocked away. It's a loose. Putney with it. Fires one up. It's going to bound out of bounds with five-tenths of a second left. I think Putney didn't realize how much time he had. He had about three and a half seconds and thought we were closer to the end of the quarter. So now Dennison going to throw it deep. Putney going to tip it. And the third quarter will come to an end. The basket is not going to count. The officials are going to discuss it. I don't think there's any way that shot got off. Because it was tipped. No basket. Yep. Yep. 71-52. That was no way you could tip a bass, have somebody catch it, collect it, and then go up and hit it in, in a half a second. That's just not possible. We're through three quarters of play. 71-52. Our score kept with the lead back in one minute here on Kick 106.7. Hi, this is Michelle from Midwest Wholesale. Designing your dream kitchen takes experience and trust. And we have it all. We've been in the business of designing kitchens for years. It's not new to us, and that experience and knowledge is priceless when you're putting your heart into your home. Customize your kitchen design with stunning cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch. Come see our showroom and let us show you the difference. Top-notch service and quality cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch and Midwest Wholesale. How you want it, when you want it, where you want it, we deliver. Thank you for calling Brinks Exteriors. This is Allie. Hi. We recently had a tree fall in our house, and I'd like to get an estimate or roof damage. Sure. We offer free on-site consultations for all our services. Great. While I have you, could you refer me to someone who can replace a drafty window? Brinks does windows, too, with high-quality Energy Star products. What if we'd like to replace our siding? Brinks has you covered. Gutters? Doors? Our name says it all. Brinks Exteriors is your headquarters for all things exterior, from start to finish. Call 712-ROOF-PRO or visit BrinksExteriors.com. Canning with it as we start the fourth quarter play over to Manami. Now over to Kaspelbauer on the left side. Kaspelbauer. Trying to dump it to Canning. It'll be knocked out of bounds by Weber. So it'll stay with the Knights. Georgia getting a field goal here a moment ago. They trail it now 17-10 to 10 against Alabama. So you wonder, does Texas get in? If Georgia gets beat, or does Alabama jump all the way up and you get Alabama and Georgia from the SEC into the playoffs? Casper on the right side. Washington appears to be in already. They'll kick it over to the left side. Michigan would be in if they beat Iowa tonight. Biter with the runner. 
Could come down to maybe who that third or that fourth team is. 73-52, Kemper. Think drives in, lost it on the way up, no good. Art still off it, three about putback, no good. Rebound tipped into the hands of Bider. Bider will bring it up. Hesitation move on the left side. Now double team. They dump it in, and it's going to be tipped away. Aaron knocks that pass out of bounds. Casey Miners just texting and says that, yes, Texas gets in if if uh, Alabama beats Georgia, because Texas beat Alabama, and I don't disagree with him. I'm just saying that there's still going to be a decision that needs to be made because you just knocked off number one, and you've only got the one loss on the season, and everybody thinks Alabama's playing as well as anybody, but Texas looked really good today. I think they deserve to be in. Three-point shot up by Fink, no good. Bider will come down with a rebound. Bider gets it off into the hands of Kassabauer. Casey, of course, is a huge Texas fan. Danny up top with the three. It's up being good. Manami found him for the wide-open three. And the Kemper Knights putting a thumping right now on Dennis and Slashwick. Knights up 76 to 52. Weavers defended by Bider out top. And we're going to get a bump and a foul. Going to go on Bider. That'll be number two on him. Emery will check into the ball game for Perrin. 627 left in this one. I don't think anybody anticipated a 24-point ball game for either one of these teams coming into today. Emery catches it on the right wing, up top now to head. Back over to Emery on the right side, back to head. Oh, BCI, excuse me, Dennis and Flesh were going to fall to 0-3 with the loss here. Let's have some kind of a miraculous rally here in this fourth quarter. Emery with it. And again, they were preseason favorites along with Kemper to win the Hawkeye 10. Reapers drives in, dumps it underneath the arc cell. He'll be fouled on the play. That'll be the second on Kemper here in the quarter. That foul going to go on Carson Canny. That is going to be number four on Canny. Get it in the arc cell. Off now in the head's hands. Out to Emery. He's going to fire up a three. That one up no good. Rebound chipped around. It'll be gathered in by Head in the left corner. He'll fire up a three, and that one's up in good. Gage Head with his first bucket. Makes it a 76-55 to 55 ball game. Bounce pass inside. Putney lays it up and in. Carson Candy with the assist. Putney with his second bucket. 78 now, 55. Kemper, another whistle, and a turnover going to go against Dennis and Fleshwick. They have not been in a good rhythm offensively all day here today. Kenny will get it off the bite, but give Kemper a defense a lot of credit on that. Kenny penetrates down right side, finds the cutter, Putney, but it goes through Putney's hands and out of bounds. Carson says, that one's on me. It was a little behind him and behind his head. So he had to try and couldn't watch the ball into his hands because he had to kind of reach behind him and straight up above him to try and catch that one. Weavers loses the dribble. Vanami comes up with it. He's going to dunk it down on the other end. Goes down with the easy two-handed flush on the other end. So DJ Vanami comes up with the loose ball and gets the dunk. And now Fink lays it up and in on the other end. And I have a feeling what we're going to get here in these last a few minutes as we may get one of those games where it's just kind of black cop of basketball or if you want to call it AAU basketball and today where it's going to be 
Everybody kind of going one-on-one. 5.03 left in here. Timeout on the floor back right after this. On kick 106.7. When it comes to sports injuries and pain, call the specialists at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic with Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning. Dr. Suppy and Dr. Janning work closely with area athletes and teams in providing effective treatment and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries. For optimal sports performance, call Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic today. 792-6026 or you can stop by their clinic at 1420 Highway 71 North in Carroll. Proud sponsors of all area teams. Hi, this is Terry with Avela Bank. We hope all our area teams have a great season this year and wish you the best of luck. As a team, you know how important it is to prepare for the next big game. Your finances should be treated the same way. At Avela, we make taking care of your money easy with simple free checking. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, and only a $50 minimum deposit required to open. Stop into Avela Bank to get started with the Avela team today. Avela Bank, member of the deal here a moment ago. Shot up no good. Putney comes down with a rebound. I've got him for 10 here in the ballgame. Off now to DJ Vanami. He'll drive in. Bounce pass inside to Putney. It's going to be stolen away by Weavers. Off to town. Back to Weavers. Weavers up across half court. Kick pass over to Emery left side. Emory had the three, doesn't take it out to Weavers. He'll fire one up and knock it down. Weavers is going to have a big game here today. He's got a lot of points. But uh, I think we're 22 right now. Almost all of them coming from the three-point line. Kasselbauer gets it over and now working in his biter. Back over to Kasselbauer. Kasselbauer drives in. Little floater on the way. It's up in good. Michael Kasselbauer with the bucket. That'll make it 82-60. to 60. And Now we get a steal by Tragen Biter. Biter with his second steal. Gets it off to Canny. Canny going to be bumped and fouled by Fink. Emory, town check out. Grady and head check back in for the Monarchs. Three and a half left in this one. It's a 22-point Kemper lead. Again, our Mackey Motors postgame show coming up at the conclusion of this one, and we're expected to be joined by Coach Minahan and one of the guys. They should be pretty happy with the way things are going here. They'll get their first win here today. Send a message to the rest of the Hawkeye 10 that they are here. Benami spins in, layup up no good. Arkfeld comes down with a rebound. Great move. Started left, spun back to the right. Arkfeld picked up the dribble in a little bit of trouble. Somebody's got to come help. Fink will. Now we're going to have it knocked away by Biter, but he's going to pick up the foul. That is going to be number three on Biter. Reach in foul going to go on to Biter. That'll be the third against Kemper here in the quarter. Fink will get it up across half court. Crosses over to the left double. Kick pass up top to Weavers. Weavers looking, trying to get off a shot. He's going to drive down, cut off in the lane. And now draw some contact from Canny. They'll head to the free throw line as Canny just fouled out of the basketball game. (laughs) 
Carson Candy get a foul out here tonight. Checking in for the first time for Kemper is going to be 5'11", senior Jace Hoffman. Weaver's at the line, 3 of 4 today. Free throw up and good. Second one upcoming. Eighty-two sixty-one in favor. That one up good as well. Eighty-two sixty-two. Kemper's largest lead again was twenty-four at seventy-six fifty-two. Bider with it over to Nami. Nami in the over to Cutter Putney shot block. Grady who blocked it comes up with a rebound and then throws it off of Hoffman, but then it hits Grady to go out of bounds. It'll stay with Kemper. They'll inbound with 2.45 left. Coming to you live here from the Gatorade broadcast booth, distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. Long pass comes in high out on the right side to Biter. Back over to Caspabar. Back to Biter. Biter, no reach in foul that time on Fink. A lot of contact, but officials now, I think, going to laugh this one, try to play out, unless it gets really rough. Fink's layup on the other end up in good. That'll make it 82 to 64. Hoffman with it down to Putney in the left corner. Skip pass over to Biter. Knights just trying to run a little clock. They'll take layups if they get them. Shot clock down to 18. Hoffman finds Vanami. Vanami looking for the cutter. Finds Hoffman over to Putney. Putney's layup is up in good. Hoffman with the assist. Carter Putney now with nine points here on the night. It's up 20 again, and now we got another steal by Biter. Kaspabauer finds Putney, and Putney lays it up and in. Putney, now is 11. I've got him for a double-double here today. 86-64, shot up no good. Kaspabauer clears the rebound. We're going to get a timeout by Kemper just to get some players into the game. Gherkin will check into the game. John Antover, a 6'2 junior, going to check into the ballgame. Krause will check into the ballgame. Colby Putin, a 5'9 senior, checking into the ballgame. That looks like the changes for Kemper. Minute and a half left in this one. Putin will bring it up, gets it across half court, works it now to Antover. Off to Krause. Krauss cuts down the left side, back off to Pudence in the left corner, up top to Gherkin. Gherkin over to the right side to Krauss. Krauss looks to drive in, bounces it back up now to Hoffman. Over to the left side to Gherkin. Gherkin drives in, misses the layup, but he's going to draw some contact. That'll get him to the free throw line. Good hard take that time off of the baseline. That foul on Perrin, going to be his first. Gherkin's free throw on the way. Bounces around the rim. No good. But there's probably an area for your coach Minahan that you want to be able to use to be able to get the, the kids to, to keep pushing. And this group, this group does. But that free throw hits the, the, the front of the, 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 the rim and then 
bounces and gets wedged behind the, the back of the rim and the backboard. So they have to jump up and tip it away, 86-64. But missed free throws, uh, and then probably a few too many turnovers here today, but never going to be close to 100. They were at 50 at halftime. Right now with 86, but under a minute to go, shot up no good. More likely they're not going to try and push it too much. Grady with it. Out in the right corner, drives in on the baseline, cut off, double team will come. Pass is tipped and unable to save it, but good hustle is going to be Jace Hoffman. Excuse me, that's Colby Putin. It'll stay with the Monarchs with 43.5 seconds left. Mackey Motors tailgate coming up at the conclusion of this one. Again, Coach Minahan, one of the guys scheduled to join us. Grady. Gets it off now to Langenfeld. Up top to town, over to Perrin. Perrin penetrates down the lane, gets to the rim, shot up no good, and the foul on in over. That'll be his first. That is going to put Perrin at the line to shoot two. The fifth on Kemper, but it was a shooting foul anyway. The six-foot senior Perrin with his first free throw attempt of the season. It's up in good. All right, recap stories for all of today's basketball, wrestling, and swimming. Try to get those up either late tonight or early tomorrow. Aaron's second free throw drops down through. 20-point lead for Kemper. They don't have to shoot. The shot clock is off, but Putin's wants a shot. He'll take the three. It's up no good. It's going to bound out of bounds. It will be Monarch basketball. And a senior out on the court. He's getting some playing time here late in the game. Completely understand him wanting to get a shot up there and try and get, you know, some kind of a point. Aaron brings it up, stops up top. He'll fire up a three. It's up off the rim. No good. Rebound tipped up and in by Gherkin. Cowan will get credited because he was the closest player to it. 86-68. Austin now brings it up. Does not take the shot, and that's going to do it. The Kemper Knights will win it here today by a final of 86-78. Dominant performance for the Kemper Knights here today. We've got the Mackey Motors tailgate coming up next here on Kick 106.7. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. It's common to feel overwhelmed when it comes to insurance. That's why you need to have an agent you can trust. For almost 150 years, Roselle Mutual has been insuring homes, farms, and much more in Carroll and the surrounding communities. At Roselle Mutual, you can depend on us to personally guide you and recommend coverage that's best for your shiny new car, your latest ATV, or if you want to put the best protection on your family, home, or farm. We are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all your needs. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual. Give us a call at 792-4525. Family owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. 
care for in your life. X Y Nationwide is on your side. Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio. Here at Gretman and Associates, we know that finding the right protection for you and your family's needs is important. That's why we partner with Nationwide, offering protection for you, your family, your business, and your future. Call 712-792-5050 or visit Gretman.com to learn more. Hi, this is Dr. Mulbauer from McFarland Clinic in Carroll. If you are expecting a baby, our family medicine department is here to help you every step of the way. Our physicians provide prenatal care and services, childbirth, and postpartum care. Your McFarland Clinic family medicine physicians can perform C-sections and VBACs during delivery. Call our family medicine office at 712-792-1500 or visit our website at mcfarlandclinic.com for more information. McFarland Clinic Carroll, here for you and your growing family. From bump set spike to the crack of the bat, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Alabama at the field goal, now up 20-10 to 10 on Georgia late in the third quarter in that SEC championship game. You're listening to the Mackey Motors tailgate brought to you by Mackey Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City or check them out online at MackeyMotors.com. Dominant performance uh, for the Kemper boys here tonight uh, from the very get-go. Uh, Carson Candy came out, scored the first three of the ball game. Dennis and Slashwick then. Scored to make it 3-2 to two on a bucket by Artfeld, and then Tragen Biter hit a bucket. Uh, Kemper up 7-4 to four at one point, 8-6, uh, then 9-6. to six, uh, Jumped up 27-17. to 17. Kind of started to stretch it um, with Tragen Biter hitting a 3 to go from 11-8 to 14-8, and then DJ Vanami uh, got a 2, and then uh, Carson Caney also hit a couple of free throws. Uh, get 27-17, they hit the score at the end of the first quarter. Now, the Monarchs did get 21 in the second quarter, but uh, the Knights uh, put 23 on the board, up 50-38 to 38 at the halftime, uh, and then just rolled here uh, in the second half as well, 86-268. I've got uh, Drake and Biter sitting here next to me. We're going to step away, take a break. We'll be back with our post-game interviews coming up at the Mackey Motor Tailgate right after this on Kick 106.7. From bump set spike to the crack of the bat, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. For Motor Inn of Carroll. Utility vehicles have become commonplace on Iowa farms, but people don't always remember the first UTV, the Kawasaki Mule. In 1988, the Kawasaki Mule was introduced and quickly became known for how useful it was and how tough it was. However, one thing was apparent, they were too slow. Now, for 2024, Kawasaki has a mule that's just as fast as the competition, but still has that legendary reliability and a standard three-year warranty. We're proud to have Kawasaki here at Olson's Outdoor Power and want you to stop in and check one out today. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. Back 
Kenny Motors tailgate rolling on here on a Kick 106.7. Convincing victory for the Kemper Knights here tonight as they are route Denison Slushwig 86-68. This game not really as close as even that final score indicates. Uh, Tragen, you guys pick up your first win and do it in convincing fashion against the other team that was kind of picked. You guys, too, the two favorites kind of to win the Hawkeye 10 Conference coming into the year. So this one here kind of is sending a message maybe to the rest of the conference that we're here. Yeah, I mean, um, Denison's a really good team. But, I mean, we return a lot of guys this year, and I think everybody knows that. And we're trying to, last year we tried to make a statement to come in and win the conference. We fell a little short, but then this year, I mean, I think we can really, we can win it all. Offense really clicked. You guys 50 points in the first half. What was working? You shot it really well early in the game as well. Yeah, I mean, we started off, like, we were running our offense, getting good looks. We ran it all, we ran our offense really good all week. So, we were getting good looks, in and out looks. And, I mean, DJ, Carson, uh, Putney, everybody was just kind of setting each other up. In and out looks, threes were going. We were getting to the lane when we wanted. It was just, it was a good team win. How did you feel like you were able to find yourself open as much as where you were, as you were kind of moving around to kind of find those open spots? Yeah, they switched into that zone, so it was kind of harder for me to find open spots. But um, when they were in man, I mean, DJ had a pass to me, and then I got a transition three. So, I mean, just kind of team defense, and then everybody collapsing on DJ, opening up the floor for us. This game was very much up and down. Both teams had some turnovers here today, but you guys coming up with some steals. Uh, you give up 68 uh, defensively. Did you feel like you guys were at? You're kind of shaking your head no a little uh, bit. Um, at halftime, we went in and we were like, guys, this, this is not a good, like, we can play so much better defense than that because pretty much it was transition points for them and then it was free throw line points. And, I mean, we're a better team. Like, against Carroll, we played a lot better defense than that. And Carroll, Carroll's a good team too, but then, um, I mean, we really had to step it up the second half to limit our fouls and step in front of people on the fast break. They made a run at you guys. You knew they were going to, but you guys answered. I think they had your 17-18 point lead down to like 10 at one point. Had a couple of chances to cut it in. How were you guys able to stretch that lead back out late? Um, same thing as the first half, just in and out looks, just team basketball. I mean, our whole roster is very talented this yep. year, and we play with a lot of guards, so it's a lot of kick-out threes. It's a lot of blowing by people to get to the paint, so I mean... It's it's just team basketball, and we're, like you saw the score uh, scoreboard tonight. We had 15, 17. Like there's four of us in double digits tonight. So I mean, it just it shows that we're a talented team. Well, I tell you what, congratulations on a great effort and a great victory here today. Appreciate you joining us. And good job. Yeah, appreciate it, Jeff. You bet. Tragen Biter joining us. We're going to get head coaches Sean Minahan. Coach is uh, waiting down here, and he'll slide his way up into the post game area, and we'll get him on the headsets as well as on the video interview that I'll get posted on later on this evening as the Knights uh, picking up the victory. Sean, you got to be happy. I know Dragan just said probably not real happy defensively giving up 68 here tonight, but when you put 86, you, you had 50 at halftime. This was just kind of an up-and-down game. Yeah, it was a fast-paced game, and I, I mean, I think that's where we're at our best. Um, you know, defensively, I'd like to see us a little bit more locked in. Uh, we got out and pressed a little bit more, so uh, and we talked about at halftime, I think we could have we would have been more successful had we not pressed early on, but at the same time, this was a great opportunity for us to practice our press against another team's varsity. Um, so it's a great way to force us to need to get better because I think it's just something we'll need later on in the year. You got Arkfeld in trouble early in the game too, so all of a sudden you got six, eight, no longer on the floor. That kind of helps what you guys want to do on both ends of the floor. Was that kind of the game plan to go at him early? I mean, we just wanted to spread the ball out, attack, and take advantage, make him, make him uh, go out and guard in space is the big thing. Uh, you know, they had, you know, Arkfeld, Tink, and, and Weavers are their three main guys. So, yep. um, you know, aside from that, I think we had, a, had an athleticism advantage. So we wanted to spread the ball out. We had multiple guys that can score. I think we had five guys in double figures. So 
Um, and you know the one and one of the guys that wasn't was DJ. Uh, so you know that just means we're spreading the ball out and attacking and taking advantage of mismatches. And I thought our guys did a really good job of that. Carter Putney, I hit him double digits and rebounds tonight. I think he finished with ten according to my unofficial stats. But uh, we'll you know take that we had nine, so we'll take okay. it. We'll round up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know he's not uh, the tallest guy in the world, but he just finds a way to get in there and rebound for you guys. Big heart, plays yeah. his butt off. Really good jumper. He can yeah. jump out of the gym. So uh, he, he just competes his butt off. You know, I think he's Tragen had uh, we had him down for at least six. Um, you know, Hans Kraus, Ben Gherkin, those guys both do a good job of that. Um, Brock will better even more so once he gets a little bit healthier with his back. And so you can still see um, him getting up and down the floor. He's a little bit sore and stiff. So um, you know, I think we're just going to keep getting better once, at that stuff once we just the more we keep repping it. Nice to see the three start going in for some of your guys today. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a nice change of pace. We didn't shoot the ball very well on Tuesday, so uh, we know we have a lot of really good shooters. Um, it just, you know, they didn't want to fall for us on Tuesday, but they fell tonight, and that's the biggest thing is, you know, get the spacing. Uh, when you're a small team, uh, you know, that's kind of what I talked about before the year. Keys for us is we might not have the size, but we do have shooters. Um, and when we're and when, when we shoot the ball like that. That makes teams adjust their game plan, and they got to put smaller people out there to try to guard us. So I think that's definitely that thing that can we can build on. So it's not so much live and die by the three, but you know it creates a space and, and it allows us to hit shots and also you know attack the basket. You guys got up by 18 in the second quarter, but early in the third they had trimmed it down to eight at one point, or maybe late in the second quarter trimmed it down. What was the difference that allowed you guys to stretch this one all the way up to 24? Uh, I mean, the reason they trimmed it down is because we were giving up transition layups. Uh, we just didn't do a good job of whether it was rotations or just simply stopping the basketball. It was a combination of both. Uh, so that's the, really the main thing we talked about is halftime is offense. So we didn't have any adjustments. It was defensively stop giving up the easy buckets uh, and stop the transition, the coast-to-coast stuff. I know this wasn't the conference game between you two, but uh, this is a conference team. Uh, I know coming into the year, you guys probably the two favorites to maybe win the conference. Is this kind of a message to them and the rest of the conference, the Kempers here? Uh, you know, I hope so. Um, I hope it's also a message to our guys that, like, this is what we're capable of when we go out and play really good basketball. Um, Lewis Central's coming out hot to start the year. Uh, they're really, really well coached by Ricky Torres, who's, you know, a former Denison guy. Yep. Um, really, really well coached. Um, so, they're, and they have some really good athletes. They're going to be tough. Harlan's always tough. Harlan always has a number. We got Harlan on Tuesday for yep. conference, so that's that's a big one for us. Well, Coach, we'll see you coming up on Tuesday night for that Harlan game. So appreciate you joining us here today. Congratulations on a flat, dominant victory here today. Thank you. You bet. Sean Minahan, again, the head coach for the Kemper Boys. They win it here tonight, 86-68. to We'll step away and take a break. We'll announce our player of the game. When we come back, take a look at our final numbers right after this on Kick 106.7. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business, team, or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. At Carroll County Solid Waste, we deliver environmental services together because, like all teams, together, everyone achieves more. We all enjoy a snack and a drink when cheering for our favorite team. When finished, be a team player. Put your bottles and cans in the recycle bin and your empty food packaging in the trash. 
Visit our website at carrollcountylandfill.com for details of how to be part of the recycle team. Because together, we're stronger. We're Carroll County Solid Waste, wishing our area athletes a safe and successful sports season. Welcome you back here on the uh, Mackey Motors at Tailgate. Again, the Mackey Motors of uh, Lake City, a recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at uh, Mackey Motors in Lake City. Check them out as well on MackeyMotors.com. Quick look at our final stats here tonight. And again, these are unofficial. We'll get the official stuff from Coach, and we'll get that up on the recap story on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. But uh, scoring-wise, Michael Kaspovar, 16 points. Carson Caney with 15. Dragan Bider, 16. DJ Vanami, 7. Carter Putney with 11. Brock Bading, 14. And Hans Krauss with 6. The Knights, 11 of 19 from the free throw line. For Dennis and Slash, we got Jake Fink, 11. Gage had 3. Uh, Blaine Grady with 4. Lance Arkfeld with the 12. Chandler Perrin with 2. Luke Weavers with 25. And Cold Town finishing up with the 12. They go 10 of 17 from the free throw line. This is never easy, picking a player of the game when you have this much of balance. Again, you had Casper Bauer, 16. Canny, 15. You had uh, Biter with 16. Putney with a double-double, 11 points, 10 rebounds or 9 rebounds. Uh, Brock Bading with 14. But I thought with the way... And, and I, I even chatted with Coach a little bit about this uh, right, after, right after the interview here during that commercial break. The way Tragen Biter came out set the tempo with Kemper then jumping up 27-17 to 17 at the end of the first quarter. So Tragen Biter is our motor in player of the game. Kemper and Dennis and Slushwig, they split one here today as uh, Dennis and Slushwig wins the girls' game earlier today, 44-36. Uh, Kemper wins the boys' game here today, 86-68. For Nathan Nerner back in the studio, this is Chuck Langman saying thank you for listening to basketball coverage here today on KIP 106.7. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. Bye, time.